Listeners, welcome to this week in interview. I'm your, with your host Anthony Drago. A wonderful week we're having so far. Uh, so I hope it's good for you as it is good for me. Uh, lots happening. Uh, you know, I'm super excited about what I'm seeing developing in Dominica. Super excited and super um, concerned at the same time. But Welcome. Uh, if you are one of my regular listeners, thank you so much for joining in every week. I appreciate your time. I appreciate the effort. I know there are so many things that you compete for your attention, and so I don't take the fact that you spend this hour or so with me um, for granted. We are going to have to finish sharp at 9 o'clock because there is the rerun of the episode 1 of season 2 of Redemption Road. What a premiere episode. What a premiere episode. Our, our stats show that we had over 15,000 um, listeners tuned in to the first episode of, of The Redemption Road. So kudos to, to Nicole and Sam and everybody else, this whole crew, and, and the actors and actresses who, who are doing, you know, just really, really great work. Um, putting that show on for us. So at the end of, of tonight's This Weekend interview, we have a replay of, of the first episode of season two. And, and throughout the season of Redemption Road, that's going to be the case. Um, after, after This Weekend interview at nine o'clock, we do have uh, a rerun of, of Redemption Road. Every Sunday at 7.30, there's a new episode, and it's repeated at, at, at nine o'clock after This Weekend interview on a Wednesday. Well, I hope you're having a great week, as I said before. Um, there's a lot going on. And um, tonight, of course, we're continuing with the WOW series. WOW, indeed. The last week was some conversation that I had with Ms. Rosanna Emanuel, the candidate for the PD7 constituency. Such eloquence and passion and, and preparedness. I, I was really impressed, and I got a lot of feedback from you listeners that you were equally impressed. So tonight, that uh, we're continuing to roll along with the WOW, WOW series. WOW meaning women of workers. The five candidates, five female candidates of the United Workers Party of Dominica. I'm interviewing them five in a row. I have that lucky job of talking to this stalwart, this dynamic women who have put themselves up to serve and uh, offering their, their service as a candidate for the United Workers Party in Dominica on the upcoming election. And so tonight my guest will be Miss Ernie Johnson, um, Ernie Lawrence Johnson. Um, and of course she is representing one of the top constituencies in Dominica, the Castle Bruce constituency. Hey, to my Castle Bruce people, that's where I hail from, Castle Bruce. 
but she will tell you all the other um, villages that are part of the constituency, Deepa, Mopo, Good Hope, San Sofia, Pidit Sofia. So, so Ernie is going to be my guest. So I'm not going to take a, a lot of time doing an intro because I want, I'm excited to get um, on with, with, with my conversation. So I'm going to play a little bit of the CARICOM anthem because I do that every Wednesday night. And, um, and, and a word from our sponsor. And when I come back, I will have Miss Ernie, teacher Ernie, Ernie John Finn, on the line with me from Dominica. And we will be talking about her candidacy to be the parliamentary representative for the Casabras constituency in the upcoming parliamentary elections in Dominica. So let's do the CARICOM anthem and we'll be right back. From many distant lands Our forefathers came Some seeking adventure Some bound in chains Through battles waged and and pain by test of their courage our freedom was gained in homage to those gone before us the heroes of lands in the sun we vow to join hands and to focus on building one Caribbean raise your voice
ESPN Radio, we play the hits and wicked old school jams to bring back memories. Yes, I can hear you. This is your this is your intro song, your Eye of the Tiger. I'm just playing just the quick intro. I know that's your song. That's my song, yes. <laughs> <laughs> certainly. Uh, so good. All right, listeners, welcome ta- back. Thank you for staying with me through the break. I was just giving you a little bit of a of an intro to um, my guest tonight. When she came to the event we had in New Jersey, um, she she in- she introduced her, we introduced her with that song, "The Eye of the Tiger." She said that's her song, that's her intro song. So I played you a little bit of that. But as I said to you, joining me on the line from Dominica is um, most of you know her affectionately as Teacher Ernie. Um, she's Ernie Lawrence Johnson, or for simplicity, Ernie Johnson. She is the candidate for the United Workers Party for the Casabras constituency in the upcoming election. A stalwart of a lady, a community person who has contributed all her life to, 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 to working in the community and working with people, an educator, a passionate educator. So let's give a really, really warm welcome to Teacher Ernie. Um, it's such an honor to have you on. Thank you so much for, for being my guest tonight. Thank you, Tony. It's an honor for me as well. Let me say good night to your listeners. And good night. I do not know how far your listenership goes, but... It stretches around the globe. It, we have people from all over the world listening. But all over the world. All over the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let me say good night to everyone. It's an honor again to be here on this program, on this radio station. Yes, TDN Radio, we have a, our, our core, our primary listeners are, are people from the Caribbean. Um, most people live in North America and and, and UK. But we do have a few people that's tuning in from Asia and from the Middle East. I guess it's Dominicans maybe who live, who, who live over there. We have some, uh-huh. we have some Grenadians. We have St. Vincent. We have some St. Lucians. We have Haitians that tune in on a regular, on a regular basis. Every time I have a guest, um, they bring their, their network and some of them stay. And, and so we have, we have quite a rich. As a matter of fact, I was just saying that we have, we have a radio drama series that we run. And we just started the second season on Sunday, mm. and we had fifteen thousand people listening to the. Um, oh my God! To, oh, to your the tentacles episode. go all across yeah. the globe. So we do have we do have a lot of reach. Actually, uh, we partnered with a radio station in Guadeloupe, and they carried it, and we had five thousand people just from Guadeloupe tuning in uh, mm, on Sunday. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, yeah, so so yeah. listenership is growing. But it's a pleasure having That's you, Ernie. I, I am so excited to talk to you at this time. Um, so excited. <laughs> that I am. I'll give you a chance to just introduce yourself um, quickly. Well, I'm going to say quickly because we have the hour. Um, but introduce yourself, give a little bit of a background. Um, so the listeners who, for whatever reason, may not know of you as yet, um, they can get an idea and a sense of, of who you are, what your passions are, and what motivates you. Okay. As you said, Tony, my name is Ernie Lawrence John Finn. I am a lady I am an, I'm, who is very ambitious, I'm hardworking, I'm well-respected, and I want better for my people. I have been a teacher all my life, because as the saying goes, once a teacher, always a teacher. Well, I started my teaching career at the age of 13, very tender age of 13. 13, wow. And 13. 
And I went up the ladder, and in 1993, I became a school principal. Mm-hmm. Is this time Montjoie in, in the southeast of Dominica. In 1996, I moved to Casabrus. Mm-hmm. And um, I remained there until 2003 when I moved this time further into the Ministry of Education where I was a learning, a learning support officer. Um, during that time, from 2003 to 2015, I acted on several occasions as, as district education officer, several occasions. But sadly, I never got the appointment. I never got the, temp- the permanent appointment. Right. But um, I retired as an acting district education officer in 2015. Mm-hmm. In 20s, um, I took a rest. Then January of 2017, I took up her duties at the um, Ross University in Dominica. They were in Dominica then as a master teacher until January of 2018. I am in my church, very active in my church. I am chair of the parish council. I'm chair of my church committee. I used to be a lay associate um, until my candidacy was announced. I'm choir director, still choir director in my church. I am a wife. I'm married with Two beautiful young ladies and a very handsome young man. Wow. So I have, I am well accomplished. <laughs> well accomplished. And well respected in the community. Um, well full, respected. Full disclosure, um, Casabrus constituency happens to be the constituency that I grew up in. Uh, and mm-hmm. if I were in Dominica to vote, I, I as a constituency, I'd be voting. I mean, it's no... It's no secret I would be voting I would be voting for teacher Ernie for sure. <laughs> if I were if I were in Dominica to vote, course, that's for sure. Course. But 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 Ernie <laughs> let let's talk a little bit about about um your motivation. What motivated you to put your, to offer yourself for service okay. in the political arena? Why did I choose the UWP? Tony, the UWP I chose the UWP because I see the UWP as the only team, the only party that can take Dominica from the ashes that it is in and put a smile on her face again. Mm. Because presently the situation in Dominica is very critical, it's down and it's going down, down, down. The only party that can put Dominica back on its feet again is the United Workers Party. I have been observing my people. I have been among them. I have never left my community. I worked there, I lived there, and I am there mingling with my people. And I have seen their sufferings. I have seen what they're going through. I know it because I experience it with them. I share with them. And so I have decided, uh-uh, no, I cannot just sit by. When I feel within me, I can make a contribution. I can make a contribute to making their lives better. And so... I decided, finally, because, Tony, I don't know if you know, but um, I was approached on numerous occasions to um, (laughs) contest the seat. Mm -hmm. But I felt I was not ready. And so this time, I assessed the um, needs of my people, the situation, the conditions of my people, and I said, no, I cannot say no. I have to stand up 
for my people. And so I decided to jump in the ring. So, yeah, um, I, I want, I, we're going to talk about that a little more, but the fact that you mm -hmm. say that you chose to, to run on a United Workers Party ticket, and last night, the United Workers Party had the, well, the leader of the United Workers Party called people together at the Bayfront mm -hmm. in Roseau. And let me, let me just say only before I say that, I know listeners probably can hear some noise in the background and it's political season in Dominica. There's a political meeting going on close nearby you and we, we, do, we yeah. can hear it in the background. So listeners, that's what you're hearing. <laughs> and also, because I am speaking to Ernie on WhatsApp, um, if we have any disconnection or anything like that, that's probably what's happening because we know. So bear with us, listeners. Uh, we, we hear you very clearly, but I'm just, you know, sometimes if, if a call comes through, it, it can drop the call a little bit. Okay. Right. But, yeah. but there were the, the leader of the, of the opposition, the parliamentary representative for Marigot, mm -hmm. asked Dominicans to come together, yes, last evening, Tuesday evening. Yes. To Roseau, he called. <laughs> and all I will say is that when I tuned in, because it was carried live on Facebook, and mm -hmm. I saw the crowd that was there, I really wish I was in Dominica. My people made me I very proud. You. I'm going to let you take it from there because you were there. You were part of the whole event. So I want you to, to tell listeners about what happened last night, what the mood is, what the mood on the ground in Dominica currently. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you to me, we had less than 48 hours to promote that meeting. It was a meeting. It was not a rally. It turned out to be a rally as a result of the number of persons that were there. But it was meant to be a smaller meeting. This event was fantastic. It was epic, if I have to say that. And I have to say, the people are ready for change. They are on fire. The crowd was massive. The people are hungry for information. They are hungry for change. Mr. Linton's presentation, I guess the people came because Mr. Linton, a man who is admired and loved in Dominica by the vast majority, and they came because this man, you know, that plot, that plot by those, that these two white mercenaries to put Mr. Linton in such a bad light, that plot was debunked. Right. And so people came out. People came out because they wanted to see for themselves what was on the camera. Because you know, the 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 the, the opponents or opponents they, they had a video out showing this white man pulling up that 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 bag to um Mr. Linton's the um doors doorstep and left it. it, it their video showed it. He left it there, but. That is what, that's what we knew. That's what we knew. But when Mr. Linton said he's going to show the real thing on his video, what his camera picked up, I think that's what brought people on the Bay Front yesterday. Because everybody wanted to see for themselves, firsthand, what really happened. And I tell you, some people cried. It was so emotional. Some people were excited. Some were, you could see the tears coming down. Mm -hmm. And the people are saying, how far? 
will this Labour Party go? You know, to, to, to denigrate the opposition leader. And, and well, <laughs> yes, uh, the, 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 the excitement <laughs> was palpable. But for, for the listeners that may not be familiar with what was happening is that about two, two or three weeks ago, first thing that surfaced on Facebook was something that purported to be uh, a chat between the opposition leader, Lennox Linton, and some persons where a deal was going to be made for some land that they would get at a deep discount in exchange for making that, a campaign all contribution. Of all of that is part of the plot. Mr. Linton was asked about it, and he categorically denied knowing any person by no, that no, name. Right. The right. next step that happened is that they showed photos of somebody who is purporting to be that person with mm -hmm. Mr. Linton. Mr. Linton that says, I am po I, maybe I posed with somebody after an event. I don't know the person. Yeah, right? that is it. Exactly. So having said that now, in order to prove that he actually knew the person, a video surfaced of that same person right. dragging a suitcase, supposedly with a million dollars, up the driveway of Mr. Linton's residence, up yeah. through his yard and to his front door, Yes. And then the video cuts and starts back again, showing the same gen the same man walking, walking down, down the driveway without the bag. The conclusion that, mm -hmm. that you're led to be drawn is that he brought the bag and he left it. But you didn't see what happened at the front door more than he, he got well, to the front saw? door. And then what, no. what Lennox saw, showed last night was what his security camera um, showed, that nobody came to the door. Um, the man left the suitcase there, and somebody else came and ran away with it, and so it was a complete, mm -hmm. a complete setup. So, yes, it was. So how, I mean, as, as somebody who is in the whole scene, somebody, a candidate mm -hmm. who is going up for election, and uh, mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I can call you a politician, <laughs> how, you know, how do you personally feel about the state of politics in Dominica? And what is your sense of the, of the populace? And what is the opinion of the level of politics that's happening in Dominica right now? Tony, I, I, I will say, when, um, when I was growing up, until um, 2000, 2000 there about, 2004, 2005 there about, we didn't know those things in politics. I never heard of those things. I remember a party would come, everybody jumping up and, you know, excited about the party. And another party comes, you change your T-shirt and you go in. You know, that's how it, it was fun. But now I can see the desperation. I can see how, how, how much the people can, the opposition, the, the incumbent can do to damage the character of the opposition leader and the candidates. But what do you think is the, different about this particular election, or even the one before last last election? What is so different that that you think is motivating um, them to pull off all the stops, so to speak, to go all out like that? Well, the the thing is, that they are trying all of the stunts because they are they are losing. Mm. They are lo and they know they are losing. They have conducted many polls. And we have to conclude that the reason why um, the, the, the 
prime minister cannot call the elections because the polls do not put him in a good light. Even with the amount of so money the, that is supposedly spending in the country? Right, right. Hmm. The, mon the polls, the poll says, the result of one of the polls says, the money is not in their favor. It is not doing them any good. It is not causing them to win. So the mere fact that they know they are losing, they will do, they'll go to the extreme to try to denigrate, to try to, 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 to damage the character of the opposition leader and the, um, the candidates, the opposition candidates, hoping that this will make them less popular, hoping that they will lose support, the opposition will lose support as a result of what they are doing. But because this is not happening, um, Tony, it's not happening. because last, up to last night, Mm -hmm. Up to last night, after last night's event, we were speaking to a few people, and still I know of, of at least one liberal who was around, and he said when he saw that video, he said, uh-uh, no, he is a liberal, but because of that, he is not going to put for Labour Party. So in, as a matter of fact, in, instead of turning people uh, um, away from the opposition, they are taking uh, their own people, are leaving them and coming to us. Because they are seeing that what these people are doing is very wrong. It is it is wrong and it is wrong. Because you know, as a Dominican, it really it really upset me to see that happening. The, the prime minister walks around with a security detail everywhere he goes. His Thank wife, you. his wife, who he has the, who has presented as the candidate for the Rosa Central seat, when she goes mm -hmm. out to campaign, she has a security detail with her. He, security. Ha he, he has security detail to take his kids, his little young infant kids, to school. And then you're telling me that the, the Prime Minister of Dominica sees that intrusion onto the premises of the leader of the opposition. And instead, if, let, if let's assume for a minute that he was not involved in the planning of it. I, but when you, as Prime Minister, you see a, an event like that, you would call your people and say, Hey, boys, I think we're going a little too far because this is somebody's private property. We shouldn't do that. Instead, the prime minister is on the air saying, mm -hmm. oh, there's a video circulating showing somebody going up to Lennox Linton's house with a bag of money and leaving without mm -hmm. it. Basically endorsing and encouraging endorsing that type of behavior. Because he went as far as saying, let Lennox Linton fry in his oil. Yes. That's what he said. So what, what I am saying is, I, I do do, I have to, I understand, I have to, to, to believe that he, he is part of the plot. Because these men, these two gentlemen, they came, they, they, they came to Dominic on the 18th of um, May. They came to our event on the 19th of May. They left on the sec, on the 20th of May. I believe, I, I, I may be wrong, but I believe these men were paid to come to Dominica to do what they did. You know, with the U.S., after the U.S. election, there's, there's, an, there's a company in the, in the U.K. called Cambridge Analytica that, mm -hmm. that does a lot of um, electioneering, they call it, where they, they, mm -hmm. they create, they help parties win elections. And so, mm -hmm. like, for example, in St. Kitts, they did some stuff to entrap politicians and, and videotape them and use them in, com in compromising positions. And mm -hmm. this, sort of, this sort of event has all that makings of, of that type of consulting firm 
because one of the one of the things that they did in St. Kitts was to create the the stage. Uh, uh, unrest among the young people, and had the had the candidate come and talk to the young people to show him in an authoritarian position where he was able to quench what could have turned into an ugly situation. They totally staged it, and so so that type of thing is the sort of things that they do. And so I, I mm-hmm. so you could easily see that that type of of engagement be done to a consulting firm. To do that, but but the yeah. thing about it is that you were all one of the, one of the tactics that that is being used is to say that Mr. Linton is not a good leader; he's not a friendly person. If United Workers Party wants to win the election, they should pick a new leader. Blah 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 blah. And and, and at the same time, they are so fearful of his reputation that they hire people to try to tarnish it. So that talk, is the thing. So, I, the so thing. I want to give you the opportunity to talk to listeners about the type of person that your leader is, because you've hitched your wagon to, to United Workers Party under the leadership of Lennox, Lennox Linton. If the United mm-hmm. Workers Party were to win the election, he is the one that's being put forward as the next prime minister. So take a few mm-hmm. minutes and tell the people of your impression, because for now you've, you've worked with him, you declared your, you declared your candidacy yes. what, over a year ago, right? Yes. So, yes. so you've been around him, you've interacted with him for at least that long. What type of yeah, person is Mr. Yeah. Lennox Linton? Mr. Linton is a very friendly person. Very friendly person. He's a loving person. He's a caring person. He, he, you also have to know, you also have to know that it is, it is Le- Mr. Linton, it is Lennox Linton who has uncovered all, all the wrong things that this government has done. He was the one who, who caused monies to go back to the treasury. The bean, the bean bubble, if you remember, the fertilizer bubble, mm-hmm. the um, land transfer deals, all this money came back to the treasury. So Mr. Linton is the kind of person we want to govern this country. His general life, this man was nurtured to be a leader. I can say that. Having worked with him, having dealt with him, I can say he was nurtured to be a leader. And um, he's a very good communicator. He's a deep thinker. Very deep thinker. He will go the extra mile to help people. So so all of this will, all of this thing that they have in the media of him being arrogant and not a people person. That is and, not true. And, and, and you have to deal with the man. And so on, is that, that is not your impression. That no 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 no. Mr. Linton let me let me let me tell you. This man he's he's I, I there is so much I can say about Mr. Linton. He is the best person to lead the country at this time. He's serious. He's well-intentioned, he's a patriot, he's a courageous leader, he's a brave warrior, he's warm. I don't understand why people are saying he is arrogant, he is not friendly, he does not socialize. I, I don't need to be honest with you, I have not seen that. I have not seen it. This man has worked yeah, he, he has worked in, 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 in several areas. The man is a, is, is a trained, he's a professional journalist. He, so to be, to be that, you have to be mixing with people. I don't know why, I do, I, honestly, I just see hatred. 
I just see hatred. Then they just put a barrier because of what the prime minister, the, the, the picture that the prime minister Sterry has painted of Leonard Flinton. This is talking the minds of people. Let me tell you, I met I met a few people in my constituency, Pity Sufer to be exact. And um, when I was talking to a lady, I mean, I'm doing my campaigning and I'm asking her for her vote. And she told me, Mrs. Johnny, I don't have anything against you, but I just don't like that man. I just don't like Lennox Linton. I said, do you know Lennox Linton? She said, no, I don't know him, but I just don't like him. You, are not, you, see, you, see, you see what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. You don't know the man. You are just, you, you have a picture painted in your mind of him that he's a bad person, he's arrogant, he's not friendly, he does not socialize, and so you just don't like him for that. I said, my dear, you need to get to know the person. Get to know him and you will understand that what the picture that you have of him is a wrong picture. Mr. Clinton is a very warm person. And he's the one that is going to lead Dominica. Eh? He's the one that's going to lead Dominica. He's going to be the prime minister. And the point about it is that if you want a prime minister, you want a prime minister who has a certain level of seriousness. Um, but of course, man is serious. Yeah, most people think that Miss Charles was an excellent prime minister. I don't think anybody described Miss Charles as a people person. You know, that is it. She, that is it. She was serious, and you know, and, and, and whatever. But I don't, I don't see anybody what, say that they would not have voted for Miss Charles because she's she's pompous, or so she's standoffish, or she, or uh, whatever. If you want somebody who's going to represent you on the international stage, they have to be able to command a certain level of respect. And that comes right. with a certain level of seriousness. But of course, yes. of course. But so, I don't blame them. That is what that's the picture has painted. Right. So, 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 the, so the party still has some work to do. to, to con I, feel, I think it's being done. I think more and more people are seeing more of Lennox and, they, and they're forming a different opinion. So, Odi, let's, let's, oh, let, yes. let's, let's turn the attention to you and the constituency. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Remind folk, before I do that, let, is the bottom of the all, let me remind listeners that you're listening to this week in interview with, with me, Anthony Jago. My guest tonight is the United Workers Party candidate for the Casper's constituency. I'm doing a wow series, wow, the women of workers, because there are five stalwart women who have presented themselves on the United Workers Party ticket to represent their, their people in parliament. Last week I did Miss Rosanna Emanuel, and I got really good reviews, and tonight I have Miss Ernie Lawrence, uh, John Finn on as my guest, and you can tell the passion is, is coming through. So, so Ernie, remind people of the different villages um, that make up your cast, the Casper's constituency. Okay. The Casper's constituency consists of uh, a number of hamlets. We have Litsufrere, Sansover, Good Hope, Mopo, Tranto, Deepa, Casper's. Belfi and Formela. That's our constituency. The Casper's constituency. Casper's constituency. My, my, my yes. place. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, your that's, place. That's, your that's place. the place that. where I grew up, on the, on the east coast oh. of, of Dominica. Um, washed by the Atlantic Sea, lots of fishing and so on. And speaking, oh, of, yes. speaking yeah. of fishing, especially in the, it, it was the Sansovay and Pilit Sufri area. Sansovay. Uh, Sansovay. A lot of folks in that area of fishermen and women. A lot of, a lot of, mm -hmm. a lot yes. of fishing goes on in that community. So I want to yeah. give you a chance to, to talk about the, Go what's going on in your constituency 
um, in terms of the different economic activities and what is your vision in terms of, of um, enhancing it for the folks? Okay. I have, well, I should have told you from, from the onset that we stand for real change. The United Workers' Party stand for real change. And we know what real change looks like. And we will pursue that real change tirelessly. Okay, we, we, we understand that real change is when people of all ages have the skills, they have the competences to sustain themselves. Okay, and that requires people of integrity. And that is what we have in the United Workers Party, people of integrity. So I represent the Casper's constituency and real change will come to the Casper's constituency when we are home to manufacturing, to innovation, all of which will be export-driven, okay? Real change will turn the pages of decades on mass migration to where our people will remain at home to work and to build our nation, okay? So I will continue to be the voice. I will, I will be that voice, that voice for all my people. And um, I have the plans. I have the plans. I have broken up my plans into... Hamlets, according to Hamlets, and I have for the entire constituency. So I may not have the time to go through all of the plans, but I will just give you an example of a few um, things that I want to come up with. I want in the each Hamlet, okay? Mm -hmm. So the Casper, the Souffre, for Petit Souffre, we will complete the Rosalie Petit Souffre link road. That one is a must, Tony. Mm -hmm. This road, uh, this road, it's a two-and-a-half-mile road, which would cost about $7 million. And this government, the Labour Party government, has spent $12 million on that road. <laughs> and this, this, this election, they have not spoken about it at all. Mm -hmm. Last election, they came and they broke grounds. The election before that, they came and broke grounds. And the election before that, they broke grounds. So they broke ground in Rosalie twice. They came to Pitititipi last election and they broke grounds. This time, they're not talking about it. The United Workers' Party will build that road. We'll provide assistance to our farmers, all farmers, bayol farmers, yam farmers, banana farmers, Cassava, Tolomo farmers will provide assistance to them. We'll construct in Petit Souffre a playing field. And because there is no playing field in, in, in Petit Souffre, as a result of that road, the Rosalie link will reach the started. So we'll construct a playing field there and we'll build the road in the area known as Savan in Petit Souffre. The, the sections of Petit Souffre known as Piton and Monzoai. We will build, there is no road there. The people have a track, just a, a, a footpath. Mm -hmm. We will build or construct a, a concrete road to these areas and upper and lower life value. I don't know if you know those areas too. Of course. But anyway. <laughs> I, I walk the road between Pizzufri and Rosalera, you know, I walk that. Okay, well, you know what I'm talking about. I know about. the areas. Mm -hmm. You know. Right. So, upper life value, they built a footpath. Mm -hmm. And the people living down there, if they come with some heavy load, the vehicle cannot drop them close enough to their houses. So we will widen that road so that vehicles can come down to the area so that people can have access to that. So we'll connect those two roads. Mm -hmm. And um, we will construct a resource center in Petit Souffre. 
So resource centers will be constructed in each hamlet, except Woodwood. Woodwood is the only ham, ham village with a resource center. So we'll do that. In Sansove, where we have a fishing, a fish landing site, this will be upgraded to a port of entry. Mm-hmm. Okay. We will rehabilitate feeder, the five feeder roads and the five feeder roads. But we have a number of feeder roads in the constituency that we have to um, rehabilitate and even kind of reconstruct because these have been abandoned and they, you have to reconstruct them. So we will do that across the constituency. Then um, the, there's an old school, the old school in San Suve. We are going to, 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 we would have, to, we do not want to, to demolish it, but we will refurbish, we'll repair, we'll, we'll repair it so it can, it can be transformed into a community center for the area. For Good Hope, we, as I said, the feeder roads will upgrade the resource center and will construct walls in areas where the road is undermined. There is an, a, a, a water source. We will be, we will develop that as well because um, during the times when Dowasco will be working on their water supply, we will have an area where we can get some some good spring water so we can drink. In Chantodipa, we will, as I said, we'll build a, a, a resource center there. We'll upgrade the Toloma and the cassava industry there. We want to build a model plant there for them. And the road from Titas to Zikak, we will construct that. Let's go to Casabrus. In Casabrus, we will renovate, we will upgrade the playing field, the existing playing field. This Casabrus playing field is one of the best on the island, on the island. And we are going to upgrade it to a mini stadium where awesome. we will be able... Mm-hmm to have inter- international or even regional, maybe not international, you can never tell, but for sure, regional matches. Yeah, it's certainly large we enough. There's that. a space there for that. Yes, we have the space. Mm. We have the space. Okay? We will. Um, we are looking at the islet, the Casabrus islet. I want to need you uh, try to visualize the islet at night where a restaurant is, where lights are, and try to visualize that. We are thinking of doing that as well. Right. We want to, well, the, 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 um, the agricultural center, the farmer center in mm-hmm. Bruce will upgrade it to an agricultural station because our farmers have to leave the area and go all the way to Rousseau, all the way to um, Portsmouth to buy seedlings. This can be done in Casabrus, and that is what we are going to do. The Casabrus Beach will be developed and will transform it into a boulevard. We want to build an indoor sporting facility in Group Blue. We'll assist our young people, put them in jobs, create jobs for them. The agricultural sector, which is the backbone of the Casabrus um, um, constituency or farmers have left the fields, they have left their farms. This is so sad, it is heartbreaking. Or farmers have left their farms because there is no access to markets. Since 2013, the current prime minister promised two refrigerated boats. Up to this day, the boats cannot arrive in Dominica and farmers cannot export their produce. That is the reason why they are to leave the farms. And right now, all farmers are part of the National Employment Program, where they earn $500, $600 a month. 
this is sad. Our farmers will go back to the, we'll put them back on the farms and we'll put our young people back to work. Now, agriculture, or, or um, some people look at agriculture as just work in the soil, but there are many jobs that can come out of the agricultural sector. We have plant propagation. We have engineers. We have soil. Um, and, you know, we, we have a lot. We have a lot that can come out of the arm of agriculture. And so we will, we will ensure that our young people are trained in all of these areas. Extension officers, they are trained in those areas so they can assist farmers and they themselves go back to the farms and make Dominica, bring Dominica back to what it used to be. I remember the days when, when, when I'm driving down that stretch, this stretch was dark, you know. It was dark because there were banana fields on either side and all you saw was blue, blue diophin, that blue plastic diophin. Mm -hmm. That's all you saw, you know. No, this stretch is just... Uh, 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 it's, it's just wasted land. I have to say it's wasted, just lying bare. Not wasted, but lying bare. We'll bring that back, you know? So tell me, what, what, are some of the, what, what would probably be your biggest challenge if you were to become the power rep and ideally, like you look as party, were to form the next government? What do you see would be mm -hmm. your biggest challenge to achieving some of those objectives that you just stated? Well, I would need, well, I see... <laughs> Being a politician, you will have a lot of challenges. You you may you may not be able you may, may not get the um, support of the um, of your some of your constituents. Some may try to undermine, you know. So I I um, I see maybe lack of support. Mm -hmm. Some under some some people may try to undermine what you are doing. Try to 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 you know devise ways, devise means, devise mechanisms just to prevent projects from moving on, projects from getting off the ground. But um, I think my, my, my little bit of experience, I think I know how to deal with that. And um, whatever the challenge is, I will try to, I will jump the hurdle, I will jump the stone, I'll jump whatever obstacle may be in my way and move on to ensure that my objectives are achieved. What kind of what kind of organization that you have on the ground in Gasserus, um in terms of you your, your people, you know, um, how are they organized well, to help you to win the election first and also to help oh, you to oh. be able to, to, to run the constituency when you win? Okay. I have my, um, well, my campaign manager, I have a campaign manager. I have a constituency association general for the constituency, mm -hmm. but I have groups i have a group in each a group of persons in each of the hamlets mm -hmm. that i'll be working with to ensure that um the the objectives the, the plans that we have for each constituency they'll be you know like you know pushing the fire under my feet to mm -hmm. ensure that we do what we're supposed to be doing who's your so campaign I'm, manager I'm, 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 Malcolm Abraham. Malcolm Abraham. And just because people yeah, who may want to get in touch with you may not be able to get in touch with you. They, what's yeah, your, what, what, what would be your contact information as a, as a candidate if people wanted to get a hold of your, um, of your campaign? Okay, my email address is ernie.jonfin, E-R-N-I-E dot J-N-O-F-I-N-N at Yahoo. I also have a, a hotmail account, which is e johnfin e j n o f i n n at hotmail dot com. And you also My, have a Facebook page for your campaign, right? 
Yes, there's a Facebook page, yes. Mm. So, um, it's UWP. Go ahead, go ahead. UWP Casper. Yes, the reason Kasper I want to give, I want you to give people that information if they want to get in touch with you. So there, there's a Facebook page called UWP Casper um, that you can yes. find information about Ernie and her plans and what's, what she what, uh, what and get in touch with her. Yes. Also, her email yes. address, as she just told us, is Ernie at Yahoo.com. E R N I E dot J N O F I N N at Yahoo. Dot com. Um, the reason I'm done getting, I'm going to give you the opportunity now before we get too close to the end of the hour, which is fast approaching, to make an appeal for support because I'm sure you need all the support you can get, financial yes, and otherwise, to help you if you can pay. So go ahead and, and, and I'll give you the opportunity to do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, the, the campaign, no campaign can run without um, financial support. And um, my campaign is no exception. Um, I want to thank the number of persons who have subscribed, um, made contributions to my campaign. Let me thank them openly, both um, financially and um, um, they pro- they also um, and in kind. You know, they, pro- mm-hmm. they, they provided T-shirts, pens, or whatever. The um, campaign paraphernalia. So I want to thank them. I um, it has it is not ended, and we are still in need of. Um, Campaign paraphernalia. We are in in need of um, um, funds because we have. I was just speaking with my campaign manager this afternoon. We have to keep moving back and forth to meetings, to other gatherings, and so across the island. And um, we have to hire buses, and um, sometimes it it is difficult to acquire funds to pay those buses. So if there is, um, I I know there are people listening. And I want to pledge, I want to, um, you know, ask for the support of those um, listeners that you, if you would like to make a contribution to my campaign, I would be very grateful. And um, you can do it in cash, you can do it in kind, because we need T-shirts, we need um, other um, campaign paraphernalia, we have some, we need some pens, we need some um, um, caps, we need, you know, whatever, whatever you, because I know you know what a campaign entails. So whatever contribution you can make, I would indeed be very thankful for the support that you would give us. All right. I hope, listeners, that if you want to see the change in Dominica, you have to be part of it. And um, support support your candidate. I know there's a number of people from Casabras. Me being from Casabras, a lot of my friends are on. So, so go to the Facebook page, make contact. And make a contribution. No contribution is too small, and of course, no contribution is too large. Um, Ernie, I, 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 before you go, I want to talk about women in leadership, because that is what inspired me to do this WOW series, to highlight the women who are put, stepping forward to, to be leaders. So, so we have a few mm-hmm. minutes left. What does it mean to you as a, as a trailblazer, as, as, as a role model, as a mentor, to, to the women out there, younger and older, who, who may be hesitant to, to step forward in the leadership role? The, um, I must say the, um, the trend that um, politics is taking now, it really scares women from um, going into politics. Because when politicians 
look at women and denigrate them and say all kinds of manner of things about them, you have to be strong to really enter politics. If, <laughs> if you're not strong, Tony, I tell you, I am, I am getting my share. I, I've just entered, but I'm getting my share. But with the help of God, God is on my side, so I am, I will get there. I will reach the, the promised land. But women in, in, in politics, if we are serious, serious about achieving the goals that we set, the developmental goals that we set, we need to empower women. We need to develop the capacity of our women. And so I see women in politics as, as, as a, 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 an added incentive to the team, to any parliament. Because with women there, there is likely to be an increase in the policies. Which policies? Policies that emphasize the quality of life and the priorities of women. So it is important that we find, that we, that we encourage our women to participate. Because women participation in politics, it helps, it, 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 it helps to advance the gender equality. Because we only knew of men, you know, very few women. So the women participation helps to advance the gender equality and it affects both the range of quality issues that get considered and the types of solutions that are proposed. Exactly. Because the men will have this solution. But who best to talk about women issues than women themselves. Right. So that is why I see women women must be there. We have to be there. And, you know? I, and I commend you for, Let step, me tell you, for uh, stepping forward. Go ahead. A, a woman's touch, a woman's touch is more tender than a man's touch. Sorry, Tony, but I have to say it. No, it's true, <laughs> but, but, but it's a fact. And, you know, I, I was saying, you know, what inspired me with the WoW series, I was listening to an author. He, he, he's a, a philosopher and a psychologist, and he wrote a book about women in leadership. And he said mm -hmm. that study after study proves that women make better leaders than men. Because, because okay. women are more emotionally intelligent than men. They're more in touch. Right. And the fact that it's difficult for women to ascend to leadership position, the process of getting there um, the gives them the necessary skills that they need to be good leaders. And so yeah. I say, you know what? There's, a, there's, a, there's these five women who are enduring a lot. Let me give them a platform to explain to the world why they're offering themselves. And I think you did a very good job with that. We, we are approaching the yeah. end of the hour. It went by really fast. You'll have to come back. Even, even if it's after, <laughs> even if, even if it's as the parliamentary representative for Cassavus, you well, have to come yeah. back. Well, yes, as the parliamentary <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not going to let you go before I give you a chance to talk to the young people in your constituency, uh, in particular, but everybody in the constituency and make your case as to why they should vote for you, um, as mm -hmm. their parliamentary in the next election. Okay. I am the person, I am the, the, the candidate who will bring real change to the Casabras constituency. I am a people's person. I have been with my people. I have never left the Casabras constituency. As I told you, I started at the tender age of 13. 
and I have remained there up to this day. So my people know me. I know my people. I can, I can mix. I have been mixing with them. I share their, their pain. I share their joys. I share their sorrows. I share everything that they have. So I will continue to be the voice of the voiceless. I will give my voice to the care, to their cares, to their woes, especially of the, the vulnerable ones. And I know the vulnerable people in my community, they are in the majority. So I will be the voice for teachers. I will be the voice for parents. I will be the voice for the, the, the sportsmen. I will be the, I will trumpet the cause of the elderly. These elderly people, they have given, they have given their lives in service to country. And what is happening to them now? They're now being forced to survive on a meager pittance, which is insufficient to meet their daily needs. I will be that voice. I will be the one to bring that deliverance that our people need from the mess that this incumbent government has put us into. I will be the one to extract our people, to pull them up. The jobs will be created for our young people. Farmers will go back to their farms. Productivity will be up again. And so I am calling on my people, do not make the mistake to put back that Labour Party in power. Do not make that mistake. Some people say, I am not voting for um, Teacher Boni. I am voting for Skerritt. Skerritt is not in your constituency. Skerritt is not on your ballot paper. He will not be there. I will be there. I will be working with you. So I urge you, I urge you, vote for the person who cares about you. Vote for teacher earning so that real change will come back, so that the economy will thrive, so that you will get out of the sorry days and you'll be into the glory days. Vote for the soul. Vote for the United Workers' Party. Vote for teacher earning. And thank you. That's a good place to leave it. I thank you so much for, for coming on. And it was a pleasure. As I said, uh, I'm going to invite you back. We may not have time to bring you back before the election because I have three of your sister candidates to, to take next. Yes, yes. And I, I want to get to the newest candidate, um, Ned Parkett uh, for, for Grand Bay. Yeah. Next, spend, yeah. You know, he, he, he seems so excited and, and a serious, serious young man. I know, I know you're impressed with him. Um, yes, yes. So, so I want to get to him. But if I don't get a chance to get you back before the election, I'm certainly looking forward to you coming back um, on as the power rep. And then I'm going to, and then I'm going to be holding you accountable for all of these things that you said you're going to be doing and um, oh, yes. uh, giving you the opportunity to, to tell its constituency of the progress that you're making as well as mm -hmm. the challenges that you would like them to participate to help you to, to serve them. And so I wish you all the best, all the best. Even if you don't come yeah. back for an hour, I'll bring you back for five minutes so we can continue to appeal for, for the folks to support you. And, uh, mm -hmm. and, and Godspeed and all the best to you. Thank you, Tony. It was a pleasure speaking with you. I, I enjoyed yeah, it so night. much. Good night. Thank you. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah no bad.
Dear listeners, there you have it. A uh, very important um, conversation. The, the, the proposal of having five women as parliamentarians in Dominica is, is a great one. And, and teacher Ernie has, has proved herself. She, she has been a teacher, an educator, a community person. Um, everybody in the constituency knows teacher Ernie. And I think she made a very good case for herself tonight. Um, she, she was, she is able to identify so many areas that where she, she knows that they are need, need and, and her plans to improve them. And always a very short time to cover and Castro's constituency is wide. And so I think, I think we definitely are going to have her back. I hope you agree with me that this was a pretty exciting conversation. This is number two. Great conversation. Very serious and level-headed. It's very different from what we're hearing from the incumbent. Um, when they, when they speak, um, they're always denigrating the, the opposition. They're always talking about a uh, different type of politics. I prefer my show. To, to have my, my, my guests talk about what they are going to do, where they see the needs, and how they propose to achieve it. So, Sitchayoni, thank you so much. And you, the listeners, thank you very much for staying with me through the hour. I appreciate your time. Um, next week, I'm going to have um, Francisca Joseph, the, the parliamentary representative. Not, she's not the parliamentary candidate to be the parliamentary representative for the United Workers' Party for Lapland. Also on the East Coast, Lapland constituency, um, Ms. Francisca Joseph will be um, my guest. You know, we couldn't do Facebook Live because two years after Hurricane Maria, we still um, don't have internet in some of those communities, and so we could not do Facebook Live. But I hope you enjoyed.